Well, hello. Nice to meet <laughs> I'm you. I'm glad. Yes, you too. Um, so I actually am like new to your world and I'm so You're happy welcome. that I found you. And I just recently discovered that I had a lot of unprocessed trauma that's been holding me back. That's when like all this was coming into awareness. And so I Googled you and found you. And <laughs> no then I did, <laughs> yeah. And then I did your um that the live your purpose jumpstart. And a lot of it just like it just I felt like you were talking about me. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, it's just like weird how the universe works like that. Um, because yeah, because so um from like age like 17 to 24, I was in a physically and emotionally abusive relationship. Um, so everybody talks about like your past childhood trauma. And I was like, well, I didn't really have any childhood trauma, but I guess so I guess that was my trauma that I just never really dealt with my emotions or like never really process it. Like it was for me, it was just about like, I survived it. I got over it and I don't need to think about it. And it's just in the past. So that was how I dealt with it. Um, but then like when you were talking about the, in the live jumpstart, how, <laughs> how you said that the, that there was a, um, your next level relationship. So my next level relationship after that was when I was my, so my other long-term relationship that I actually married, um, he cheated on me like multiple times, but never was physically abusive. So I thought that was like, you know, that was basically my next level. And so it's it's definitely there, there, there's a level in that, that would be an improvement for sure. Right. Yeah. And so I not, what you deserve also. Yeah. Yeah. And so I didn't understand that until then. Um, yeah. And so then, then my last relationship was um, even better than that. Like, you know, like he actually got me to open up more and I was super safe and like super more like vulnerable and, but we didn't really have a lot of passion, but he's still like pretty much like one of my best friends. Um, so, yeah, so it's now it's about me. I know that I have to be in a safe environment for me to be open up and be vulnerable because I'm super closed off to mostly everybody. And so, um, yeah, so I'm just like really happy that I kind of discovered that and you've actually helped me discover that. That's, that's really beautiful. As you, as you share, what are you noticing in your body? Um, I guess it's just, it's just me just being like, I guess like, I just, I, I always suppress it because every single time I talk about it, it's just like, it's just really hard to like let it out because I just hit it for so many years. And I think now because this is happening, like things are just like, all the emotions are just coming like randomly. Like everything sets me off now. Like something happens, like I'll just start bawling out of nowhere. And I think that's why I'm here to to get control of my emotions a lot more and just to like process it and let go and get to like the next level. Yeah. Well, I'm so happy that you're here and it sounds like you're doing a lot of work and are you able to notice what's happening in your body right now? Yeah. Yeah. What's happening in your body right now? Um, it just it feels more like a, re- a relief, you know, just to. So like, there was tension, then there's now relaxation or release. Yeah, yeah. So that's just somatic. To like let it go. 
that's the somatic that's the beginning of a somatic awareness like i'm feeling my physical body relax a little bit and then emotionally what are you noticing um emotionally just like it just a lot of times for it just feels really good for me to just like cry <laughs> like i don't know if it's like what it is but it just like feels really crying good to cry. is actually somatic what's the emotion that comes with the crying um I don't, it's, I don't know. It's just kind of like anger and guilt and frustration and just fear and shame, like all of that. All that. And it's just like, take that ball. We just shut that down, lock it down. Yeah. And let's just be grateful and change our mindset today and put all that in the past. I get that so much. That's called trauma override, right? where you override the trauma, right? Spiritual bypassing. I actually think spiritual bypassing is when you bypass the spirit and just stay in your trauma. Right. That's how I, as I think is you can bypass your spirit. You can bypass your mind. You can bypass your somatics. You can bypass your emotion. You can bypass your trauma. There's, you can bypass all those things. Right. And they're all different. Technically spiritual bypassing is when you bypass affect, somatics, emotion, cognition with a spiritual reason for it. Right. Um, but we're bypassing the trauma and like it's in the past, but it doesn't live in you in the past. It lives in you in the present. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it does. And I thought that's how I was. I would thought I was really good at dealing with it because I wasn't thinking about well, it. You ever. were, you were good at dealing with it <laughs> until you wanted more. Right. See, it's important to understand how you're changing the rules on yourself because like, one way to think of it is you're raising your standards, right? So as you raise your standards, why you haven't had the next level is now, oh my God, look at that. Wow. Okay. And look at, look at what I haven't felt because if yeah. you just want to keep the status quo, you would be just doing what you were doing. Does that make sense? Yeah, it, it does. Yeah. And I think that's why I'm like, here because of that. Exactly. Yeah, because so, I am tired of staying yeah, stuck in the exactly. same place. Yeah, exactly. So it, it worked. It worked until you wanted more, and that's usually true for most life change. Is that you know we we do the best we can with what we got, and if you feel stuck, it's you got to change your skill set usually, right? And so that's something that we really want to think about um, as we as we as we work together to 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 help you get to that next level. So. I have, I want to circle back to something that you said. So did you friend zone somebody? <laughs> no, it wasn't friend zone. It was just more like, um, like our pat, the passion wasn't there. It was okay, more like, like we were more me, friends. Say, say more about that. Um, so I just was, we like the, um, that love of, you know, that passionate love where like you, want to be around that person all the time wasn't there it was more just like for you or for him or for both of you for both well more for okay for me like he Uh felt it coming from me okay and so what did he do um he basically just said this isn't working out because i know you're you're not where i want you to be Ooh, how did that feel um, at first it was hard, but I mean, you're not where I thing, want you to be. Well, no, not where everybody where you want them to be. <laughs> not or like, not like where, um, where, where he wants, where he wants me to love him. Like, like he wants me to love him. If that so, makes so, sense. so, so, so probably what he meant was 
I'm not getting what I need here. Basically, yeah. Okay. That yeah. Makes sense. And and I I knew that and I was trying, um, but I just couldn't get there. Um, so yeah, so we And why do you think up. that is? Um, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that yeah, that I don't know. Um I know you don't know, but if you did know, what would you say? Um, maybe the attraction wasn't there for mm. on my part. I see. Yeah. So like <clears throat> what do you normally what type of person are you normally attracted to? Um, well, see, I, I don't really, I think as I got older, I don't really have a type anymore. It's just more about if we connect and I could open up to you. But in the past, um, what type of person would you have been attracted to? Oh, the, <laughs> the ones that got me, tra- the, the bad people. <laughs> yeah. 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 So like, I think that there is usually a excitable nature right where like by the way butterflies is dysregulation you, you're mm-hmm. not in your right mind when you're feeling butterflies they're not necessarily bad but you are not in a regulated state when you have butterflies you are dumb when you have butterflies your prefrontal is just like off and you're just your dopamine is just like firing so excited but you are not thinking straight okay um i just thought about kevin hart just now sorry it was really funny it was like a stand-up comedy thing he's like so excited when he does that thing anyway so um like like i have a suspicion that you are oriented to be attracted to people who don't meet your needs very true and like there is a different energy uh, so you can definitely have love romance and passion with a safe person but it's way scarier yes and there's a degree of, I'll use this word loosely, it's a little more boring. But it's not more <laughs> boring. It's In a way, it's not more boring because you're actually risking sharing parts of you that have never really been shared before. So there's, a, there's, a, there's, there, there's less drama about um, surface level things. And you could say there's more drama about your wounds. Because in a secure relationship, you're going to access each other's wounds. Not on purpose, but it's just what happens. Ow. Okay. Yeah. That actually pretty much was spot on. I have a feeling. I have a feeling. I could be wrong. I've I've been wrong before. I'll be wrong again. I have a slight suspicion that you friend zoned him. (laughs) I just have this feeling that you were like, this is scary buddy (laughs) i just it smells like it it feels like it i could be wrong yeah i you're pretty much right yeah yeah you put him in the friend zone you friend zoned him and he was like basically not able to know how to navigate that yeah it sounds like (laughs) yes just out of curiosity was there any part of you that would hope that he wouldn't agree with you and he would change or rise or do something different? Yes. Yeah, okay. Take note, y'all, just so we're super clear. This is a super feminine moment, okay? Like, I'm setting a boundary, but what I really want is I want you to, like, not set this boundary with me. And that's very different than consent, by the way, right? Because there's a hope, there's an unconscious hope that you'll help me change this script, right? Like, what if he had said something like, well, you know, I just don't see myself in that 
I don't see that. I don't see you that way. I don't see myself that way. And you know what? Like, we're going to figure this out. What if he had said something like that? Well, he did. We got back together like twice. <laughs> and I've been sort of twice, I guess. And we, you know, <laughs> yeah. This is called did. burying the lead right here. Just so we're super clear. Yeah. This is, this is the thing that you probably should have led with that I had to extract out of you. You're like, I didn't friend zone him. I friend zoned him three times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why do you think he keeps coming back? Because we get along so well. Like, Sounds like you know, a really bad choice. Yeah. Like, you yeah. It's like, so I'm, I well. feel the safest with him that I've ever felt ever with anybody. Okay. Let me just say something right now. That is a sign to not leave someone. <laughs> that doesn't mean that you can't feel like leaving. That doesn't mean you can't express that you're thinking about leaving. Right. But like, I think the move, where are you guys currently together? Not together. Not together. I think you should tell him it's what you just said to me and to say, I keep leaving because you're so safe and I don't know how to be with a safe person and you terrify me. Yeah. Because you, t- you are able, I'm able to tap into parts of me that have never been loved in relationships before. Now that is not boring, by the way, that's hella interesting. Right. But like, like you keep friend zoning this guy, he keeps coming back. God bless his soul. (laughs) But I think that, and here's why I think you should do that. Okay. Because this is for this or the next relationship. Because what you're trying, what you're doing is you're building the like relational fitness, right? Mm-hmm. So this is something that you're gonna need to do anyway, right? So it's like don't waste yeah. a good crisis. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it it does. But yeah, but it's scary. Yeah. <laughs> it's scary. <laughs> yeah, we do the scary shit around here, right? Like this, and like the really scary shit, not just like oh. I, I posted once on Instagram, like, this is like your heartstrings, <laughs> you know, like not, nothing against posting on Instagram, but like, this is like, this is like really, really tight, really scary, wound up energy. Right. Yeah. And that has been betrayed, has been missed, has been hurt, has been abused. So yeah, there's going to be a lot of resistance. Right. I think, I think, I don't know. I believe in love. I think it's worth letting him know. Yeah. Because it's I like, know. like when you say something like I've never felt the safest or whatever you're right. Like, and, 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 and you're leaving, like, that's actually like, that's actually contraindicated. Like I never felt the safest. So I should stay. Yeah. <laughs> because attraction. That's based in trauma that's not good for you i know and there's a whole other level of intimacy knowing love like everything that can happen on the other side of working through that hard affect and somatics and cognitive stuff that's coming up which nothing like a relationship to bring that shit up by the way and the more secure the more it's going to come up 
It's a fantastic right. advertisement for healthy relationships right now, by the way. <laughs> Get into a healthy relationship and be triggered the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and be like, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So does that make sense? Yeah, it, it does. I think our families are kind of like over us already though. <laughs> yeah, but like, like respectfully, like it's not their business, even though yeah, it's their business. Yeah, I know. Like, 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 like the only reason why you'd be going back and forth like this is because there's something there that's more than normal. Right. Like as soon as you start talking about him, like a lot of my, some of my coaching is like very just like evidence-based and practical, but every once in a while I get like intuitive hits and I was like, something is off there <laughs> and I could be wrong. Like I could just have bias, but I think like, I think that this is like somebody that's worth being honest to about these things and seeing how he responds. And when you let him know, like, it's scary for me to even tell this to you. Yeah. But I learned today why I do this. Yeah. That yeah. might be worth exploring. Cause like he makes me feel the safest ever is like how every great love story starts. <laughs> yeah. I that's see that's the difference between a thriller and a rom com. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Less, you know, murder, mystery, suicide, Jeffrey Dahmer stuff on Netflix, more rom com genre. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Right. We want, yeah, we want totally. like, you know, we want like, like a, like a good old fashioned, just like Matthew McConaughey rom-com, you know, not like thriller, like drama and like what's happening and tension and all that type of stuff. Right. Cause that's, 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 that's how you're oriented towards your, based on your history. And then it's like, okay, what's the feeling that's coming up for me as I get close to the clink, what does closeness bring up for me? Probably some type of grief or abandonment. Right. So closeness equals loss. Closeness equals anger. Closeness equals what? Loneliness. Yeah. So the closer I get to you, the lonelier I'll become. She's a runner. She's a track star. Right? Like, that. we don't want to do that. We want to do the opposite of that. Right? So, like, in this case, I think your natural what could feel like intuition is might be some trauma bonding coming up from previous relationships that feels intuitive, but it's actually a maladaptive response. It's kind of like when you tell someone like to just intuitively eat, but they like have like the, like an eating problem and they don't know their feelings and their somatic sensations and what's happening in their body. They don't know about their hunger cues. Like there was a time in my life. If you told me to intuitively, I would stuff my face with like Cinnabon, Butterfinger and pizza. As my intuition said to do it. Right. No, that's not what it, that's not accurate. But you have to work through those emotions and physical sensations to get to your intuition. And like I think that the the inclination to leave is probably a misread of the situation. But it's also accurate based on what you've been through. Does that make sense? Yes. Both are true. Both can be true. Um, I think I'm gonna like really think about everything, rewatch this. Um, because there's just a lot right now and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So <laughs> I hear that it's a lot. Can, do you think we could maybe like wrap up this conversation on a maybe better note than to see what happens? 
<laughs> or do you feel like that's the threshold you're at? Yeah, I think it's the threshold you're at because because it's just it's not even just that it's like everything right now. You know, it's just because I'm just like not even, I'm just like it's not even about him right now. It's more like I'm just like angry about the past yeah. stuff that I've been like holding on to too, and it just it just comes out whenever it wants to, and it's kind of coming out right now. Yeah. So let me help you understand something about all the stuff that's coming out right now. Okay. The problem isn't that it's coming out. The problem is that it's being held by yourself. Right. What we're talking about, another way of this is having a safe other to share with. Yeah. It's not something you have to hold by yourself. These are the exact types of things the secure partner is there for to listen to this stuff, to hear this stuff, to care about this stuff also. Right. Yeah. And, and he was that for me. So it's the going through it alone. That's the hard part. <laughs> it is. It is. You know, we all, we all have, uh, I, I believe there's this diagnosis. One of my, there's a certain different diagnosis in the DSM. I don't do diagnosis, but I read the diagnostic criteria. Right. And one of the most interesting diagnoses in all of mental health for me is the borderline personality, right? And if I had to like, if I had to like bottom line borderline personality, it's I hate you, don't leave me. <laughs> and I feel like all of us are on the borderline spectrum on some level. We have some aversion to intimacy and some desire for it, right? So there, we all have, I would say we all probably have mild borderline tendencies, right? Like come here, go away, right? I hate you. I love you. Um, <laughs> you're an asshole. Don't leave, right? All that type of stuff, right? And another way to think of borderline, right? That that idea of borderline personality is simple, just ambivalence, right? I want one thing. I want something else that's different. I want to stay. I want to go. I want you to leave, but I don't want you to leave, right? There's a relational ambivalence. Navigating ambivalence is a is a, a, a very important skill set for um, long term change, right? And so, what we want to focus on is how do you do ambivalence? H- how do you want something that you're scared of? How do you love something that you wish would leave you alone? How do you desire something? that seems so utterly terrifying because it's not one or the other you know emotional fitness says let's hang in that tension until we have a very crystal clear answer that's not based in ambivalence yeah because it's the going through it alone that's the problem it's not going through it that's the problem i'll take it out of your uh Example for a second. So I think somebody who made a massive contribution to the field of psychology, um, Victor Frankl, right? Man's Search for Meaning, um, Logos, Logos Therapy. So he was in Auschwitz in the concentration camps, and he lost pretty much all his family. Um, but he was like a therapist and psychologist. And um, that very intense traumatic experience for him um, helped him create a whole field of psychotherapy. Um, and uh, Man's Search for Meaning is probably one of my all-time favorite books, right? 
One of the things that Viktor Frankl brought forward as an idea is that between stimulus and response is a choice, right? And that's probably like the most quoted idea of his, between stimulus and response is a choice, right? And especially coaches, we love to grab onto that, right? What people miss, I think, about Frankl's work and observations, and even in like hell on earth, Auschwitz and the concentration camps, hell on earth, okay? I think the only thing that actually got people through that, that survived, was the fact that they had each other. And the Germans did not have enough money to put everybody in solitary confinement. Because if they put everybody in solitary confinement, it would have been a very different outcome. Does that make sense? Yeah. Right? And so, like, yes, between stimulus and response is a choice. And I have more choices when I'm not alone. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm I'm working on that. Like, yeah, I see that. Re- I really have been working on that a lot more now because I do understand that I, c- I can't do this by myself. Yeah. Nobody can. Yeah. And you it know. actually helps to, to like be around people that I, you know, that love me and I do want to be around. So yeah. I, I get that. The, the technical term for what you're describing, it's called a relational alliance, right? Or like a, in a, if you're with a therapist, it's a therapeutic alliance or with a coach, it's a coaching alliance. And like that is the primary change agent is the relationship because we're social creatures, right? And our trauma mm-hmm. is primarily relational. So the trauma happens relationally and it gets healed relationally too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah, because I have been doing a lot by myself yeah. for many years. <laughs> to cut people off easily yeah. so welcome <laughs> off of trauma island and last thing i'll say is um it might be worth giving people a chance to know that what they did hurt and giving them a chance to be different instead of leaving first <laughs> yeah right it's like sometimes that can you know someone can hurt you and they don't even know it and then you're out and they don't even know what they did versus like hey when this happened i felt this way and giving them a chance to course correct now if you're in an abusive relationship no but in a relationship like you're describing it's definitely i think worth letting somebody in on the um on on the information about how they're impacting you yeah so thanks for being here. Yeah, thank Seriously. you. I'm glad I'm here. <laughs> yeah. We'll see you soon. Hey, it's Mastin. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. And before we wrap up, if you found value in this, one of the best ways to get this trauma-informed information to the world, if that's something that you want to do and to be a part of spreading the word, I would be so very grateful if you could leave a review on Apple or Spotify podcasts so that uh, you can review this. And hopefully it's a good review, but please leave an honest review. And especially if you want to leave a five-star review, I would be super stoked on that. But of course, just make it honest. But my goal is to share more trauma-informed information with the world. And I need your help to spread this information and reviews matter. So if you feel called to do that, would very much appreciate it. If you got value from this episode and from this podcast, we very much appreciate it. And uh, thank you so much for hearing me out. And if you feel called, please leave a review on Apple or Spotify, and we'll see you in the next episode.